There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It is Santa stop number two for my talk. Lori and Julia are hanging out right now at the Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters Live, one of our favorite places in the metro area to hang out. So sit back and enjoy this lovely show from Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters. Thank you, Graham. Yeah. Thank you, Thank you. Hold your applause. That's and right. Great. Right. Everyone who can come forward. There's extra seats, just singles. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. Well, how was your drive? It was, you know, slow. It was slow. <laughs> slow, and I pulled. Whatever you want if you go slow. Yeah, I, I had to pull over, though. The ice was building up on my uh, my windshield uh, wipers. It oh, just, really? Yeah, it was like more kind of a rain in St. Paul oh, happening. It's good flakes out here. It's yeah, good. it's heavier snow in Chanhassen. But anyway, if people live in the neighborhood, I hope they're going to not break their tradition and not come by. Because they know this is a good one. We are thrilled. We are thrilled to be here. Thank you for everyone having us back. And there's so much going on over the holidays at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater. Yeah, there really is. Listen, this is a, such a magical place during the holiday season. Every room is decorated differently, I swear. And I still like the little ice pond right outside the room. What's the name of the room we're in today? We're in the Playhouse. Yes, we are in the which Playhouse. we've been in several years. Yeah. Keep um, it, yeah. We had a fun... Stevie Ray's Playhouse. There's yes. a piano over there. I might yeah. play a little for everyone later. That would be nice. But just a reminder, we are live. We're going to be here till 6 o'clock. It's a Santa stop. Bring an unwrapped gift if you can. Or we've got many more Santa stops. Just yes, come by do. and say hi. There's going to be free poo-poos, appetizers for people. I already see something out. Mm-hmm. There might be a drink special. There's coffee. There's tea. There's candy. There's swag from my talk. And we're here. That's right, Julia. So, woo! Keep your Thank lights you. on, Thank your you. radio on, and just drive real slow and creep on out here. Creep they... on out here. Yeah. We already had our cute moment of the day. Do you care if I tell? Oh, I don't So care. this woman comes over, um, and I'm just going to call her that for right now, and says, and Lori's out greeting the crowd, you know, absolutely everyone who's here, we have the wait staff, we've got <laughs> the marketing department, right. we have the talent, we've got the MyTalk staff, we've yeah. got the MyTalk engineers, we've got our sales MyTalk team. And and Lori goes to the one woman that she didn't recognize in the crowd and says, oh. No, I recognized her. Oh, she recognized her. Yeah. Thank you for coming again. I love it that you come every year. She works here. She works here. <laughs> so, so funny. And I'm like, Lori, she works here. Oh, Good. Man. Way to go. Way to go. Uh-huh. You recovered well. Yeah, yeah. I know. Classic. You're so pretty. I remember you. Classic. I mean, that's Classic. a great way to recover from something like that. Really, really it is. I want to give people a reminder 
if you're a fan of Love Actually, the Diane Sawyer sit down with oh, yeah. most of the people from that movie is Cute on great. tonight on ABC, I think at 8 o'clock. Yes. And I mean, she had like Laura Linney and Emma Thompson and Hugh, Hugh Grant, Grant. Just yeah. a lot of people. Also the director, writer, Richard Curtis. Um, but I will just, I was thinking about how much I love Love Actually in the nine different movie lines. And I really love at the end when the one guy goes to Milwaukee and meets the girls. Oh, yeah. You know, one of them is January Jones. And anyway, but I'll just remind The party pe- guy. The party guy. But I'll just remind people who want, think it's, oh, that's a great movie to watch with my seven, eight, nine, ten, it's eleven. Dirty. There's a porn scene that's filmed that's in Love Actually. I just want to remind people that one guy and that gal, they're doing the filming of the scene. You will be running for your remote when you watch that movie. Just a little reminder that that... It's not a perfect family meet. Uh, show no that's it so is funny because you're so right you yeah. forget about it all of a sudden it pops up like you're like oh, oh my gosh where's the there's remote that. there's that yeah there's that button <laughs> so anyway so that's that's on uh tonight it's just the laughters and secret the laughter and secrets of love actually and um yeah it's a diane sawyer special that's what she calls it i'm excited about that and yeah. she's been doing quite a few of these i like i like her in action yeah, I hated her on the Britney, framing Britney oh, Spears. Remember, we thought everybody had horrible interviews. People were so inappropriate with her. Well, it, and it's interesting, kind of, because like Brooke Shields has spoken out in the past about Barbara Walters. About Barbara being... Walters, how inappropriate she was with her. Mm-hmm. It's just times have changed, and you think about how horribly rude women were to women. Yes. That's and a, men were to women, but I mean, yeah. women were rude to women too. Absolutely. So anyway, so anyway, yeah, Grant, you're probably um, glad to be over in the studio, <laughs> although you're going to have to make your way home tonight too. Yeah, you and I, yeah, traveled opposite directions, so I've got to drive home in this tonight. But it's um, not bad. No, I, now no. they're saying it's going to stop maybe like by four, so yeah. we can get the plows out. It's not yeah. bad. I just want it to stay so we can ski. Oh, it's going to stay. It's yeah. going to get cold. Good. You're going to get your wish. You're going to have good. your damn snow around. I want snow. I live in Minnesota. Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. Casey just looked at me and he goes, well, by the time you get home, I said, what, you'll be this snow-blowing genie again? Because he Or I thought does... I was going to say I'll be in bed. No, no. <laughs> he loves snow-blowing everybody on a, on this. He's got the biggest snow-blower in the neighborhood. Hey, oh, that's what and, he Yeah, that's what he calls it. <laughs> and he just will be out there doing sidewalks and people's driveway. He I loves get it. it. I get he, it. That's me, he, with, that's me with lawns. I yeah. will mow anybody's lawn that wants it done. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. I've never seen anyone who loves to put on his you know, winter gear. It's nice gear. outside. Yeah. No, it's not. It's nice. Yeah, it's not. It's 24 <laughs> and it's a blizzard out there. I don't know why people are so afraid of it. I actually think it's so charming when it snows up. I am yeah. a snow bunny, though. I yeah. can't help it. It was hard to see at the midpoint of today. I don't know what it's like out there now, but I was just like flashing my lights when I felt it was safe at the people who don't have their lights on. Yeah. I'm just like, come on, dudes and dudettes. I noticed because I came from Woodbury out here to Chan and Eden Prairie, and the new trend I noticed is if you want to drive slow, um, instead of driving in the the far right lane, you drive in the middle lane and just put your flashers on. Mm. I saw three different cars doing just, that, just letting us know they were going to drive slow, and they had their flashers on in the middle lane, and I'm like. 
Wow. See, yeah. that kind of gives me anxiety because yeah. I feel like they have engine problems no, and they're going to no. stop. Think, but they just kept They're just going. letting you know. I've noticed that, too. Not in the middle as much trend. as the right lane because, yeah, if, if they just want to go slow, really, really slow, by all means, go yeah, for it. Yeah, but in the middle lane. In the I've middle lane. I've never seen in the middle, but yeah, wow. I, It was today. I just saw it. I was just kind of laughing like, all right. Mm-hmm. Trend. New trend alert. Yeah. Yeah. Not a fa- fan of it. Though, no, not really. Because I think going to. I'm nervous about that car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I got to drive by it. So stay as far right as you can if you're going to do oh, that. I know. Yeah. Oh, people. All right. Uh, well, we have a fun show. We've got a. Um, oh yeah. We've got a legend from the Twin Cities on with us today. That's right, Ginger Commodore. I was surprised, uh-huh. like that she drove in. I'm like, I woman, know. you are good. She's like a mimicking because I'm I like, we, she could call in. She totally could. But of course, we thought of that too late to I tell know. Ginger. And then we were talking to an author today, a really great book that um, I read on vacation. I read And you read oh, just it's recently. so good. It's called The Widow. And uh, the book just came out a couple of weeks ago. But that is really so a good, good suspense mm-hmm. thriller, but kind of with a political edge. And it's called The Widow. So Kira is mm-hmm. going to be on at 3.30. Sure. So yeah. We have a special door prize. We do. A MyTalk door prize. What is it? I'm not telling you. All right. For anyone who comes, it's just special prizes today here at the Chan Aston Dinner Theater. We'd love it if you stop by. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about things that are happening here this holiday season and uh, chat with Ginger. This is Lori and Julia. We are live at the Chan Aston Dinner Theater. We'll be right back. That's the voice of Ginger Commodore. Ginger. And we, you're bringing it. And of course, you are a singer, songwriter, and actress who we've been lucky to have in the Twin Cities for a long time. And we are live at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater today. What was the name of that song we were just hearing you sing? Mary... Uh, that one was Mary Had a Baby. Oh. Mary had and baby. Uh, Sounds of Blackness were with me on that song. Oh, Lord Almighty, yeah. that is yeah. a good song. And we are uh, lucky because we have the opportunity to have uh, Christmas with a whole lot of soul with you. Coming up. Coming up. That will be um, two shows. and it's, it's on Wednesday, December 14th, a matinee in an evening. I love a Wednesday matinee. Absolutely. It did so well last year, so we're trying it again. So I, December 14th and 15th. No, just nope, the just just the 14th, 14th. two it. shows, okay. yep. 1 o'clock shows. and 8.15. Yes, love it. I love a matinee midweek. Me too. I think that's awesome. Who, yeah. who are your special guests going to be you in know this what? whole Lot of Soul show? <laughs> <laughs> well, this year, uh, I will have my daughter singing with me again. Uh, we've been working together a lot. Um, she's usually out on the road with her own group. Uh, so Does I'm, she have a name? She has a name. It's Ashley Commodore. <laughs> she is Ashley Commodore. And uh, she's going to come and sing a few songs with me. Uh, my son, Brandon, plays in the band. Brandon Commodore is the drummer. Uh, he's usually out on the road as well. So I'm I'm excited when it's a weekday and they can be involved. Yeah. What yeah. is that like for you to perform with your family? Is it just all kind of what you've known forever? Well, or? I've known forever, but they are excellent musicians. And so that's what makes it fun. They know what they're talking about and they talk what they know. So it it is wonderful to work with them. I really enjoy both of them. Do they yeah. ever give you pointers like, Mom, you're flat on that note? Or, <laughs> no. I no. Hold it they long. better not. I'm no. No, I, no, I would I'm, razz my mom. No, I'm rarely flat. No, I'm oh, just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. But when, when my daughter was small uh, and we were doing more by four, uh-huh. uh, she came and learned all of the music. We had to give her her own 
music to read when she was three and four years old and she would know the dances and the parts that we sang and she would then uh that part goes like this well actually yeah she's actually kind of still like that i forgot forgot you were in more by four that's right yeah that's right so this this is an old you know soul whole lot of soul um, experience with Christmas music, which I think is just so different than anything else. And hearing you sing the Mary song, it's lovely. Oh my I mean, gosh, what's so good? We're going to church and yeah, we're R and and soul. We are indeed, and it'll be songs that you recognize. Right. It won't be anything new, right? Uh, but it just has a little different twist every now and then, a different feels. And do you have a favorite song that you <laughs> no. sing? You know, I've been I, asked that. Well, only because I <laughs> so know many a lot times. of people like old, old Holy Night. Uh, well, it is one of my favorite favorites um so we'll definitely i'll do i do oh holy night acapella so uh yeah should we do it right now no we should not we should not do that (laughs) i I feel i'm warm enough no we don't need to do that right (laughs) now but um uh yeah it's one of my favorites almost i'll say every song that we're doing is actually one of my favorites it would be hard to pick one was right. it hard to come up with the set list because you had to take stuff out <laughs> it is very hard to come up with the set list but we're building off of the show we did last year the last two years mm-hmm. and uh keeping the ones that that were really special to us and we added a couple new ones oh, fantastic I love, yeah. I love it okay in addition to you the jam yeah. has all these other holiday shows we ran into pamela mcneil on the way in. Yeah, she oh, was doing right. rehearsal. She was doing rehearsal. Yes, mm-hmm. I think her show is sold out. But Excellent. we have Kat Perkins. Oh, yeah. Is going to be here December 16th through 18th, which I think is a Friday through Sunday. Um, we have a Celtic holiday hooli. Hooli? Mm-hmm. With the O'Shea Irish dancers and a whole lot of fun, the 19th to the 21st. Nice. Christmas on the Prairie, which may have Mary Jane, Amy. Amy. Mm-hmm. And, yes, Boy, and that, mm-hmm. that team. And then, of course, the Andy and Bing. Oh, Andy and Bing, with, yes. Mick Sterling. Yes, Mick Sterling and mm-hmm. Ben Yucatec. And that's going to be, and the full orchestra, that's going to be December 26th through the 30th. And then a vintage Vegas New Year uh, matinee and evening with Mick Sterling. That's a new show. It's a new show. But you know what's happening what? is that there is a holiday show here at Chanhassen almost every night of the week. That's Isn't true. That that's, that's unheard of. In yeah. addition to... No. to the play yes yes we got footlooses going yep yay foot, foot i know it's so fun now you starred did you star in hairspray or you performed here in hairspray i starred in yes Were in hairspray well yeah i was the star no no, no. <laughs> of course i i had my part how do you like part. the live theater acting and singing musicals versus just performing and doing a show by yourself you know on your own that you- i like i i like it um, I like live performance and shows because everything is rehearsed and it's the same thing every time and you just go there and you do your job and you, you know, mm-hmm. but Bring then the I'm Bradley trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called blinded by the item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. When you have your live shows, yeah. when you have your own shows, 
you can do it the way you want to every time. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. So yeah, both you like work. to be in charge, basically, is uh, what I heard from that whole thing. <laughs> I'm going to Hollywood. Speak. I kind of, I kind of, yeah, like, I kind of get like that. that. Yeah, I get that. So. Give us some of the other songs yes. we're going to hear on oh, uh, gosh. Christmas with a whole lot of soul. Just like name drop a well, couple other songs. Well, um, Santa Baby sure. and uh, Merry Christmas Baby, a B.B. King um, classic. Yes, that is a good um, one. What else are we going to do? Is um, Santa Baby, do you like, is Eartha Kitt yeah. the one? Do you do like Eartha Kitt? Oh, kinda? absolutely. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Well, you know, yeah. why, why mess with success right. so remember just... when madonna tried to do something oh, with that yeah well yeah don't do that i know yeah. don't madonna, do, that. Don't. do you have any advice for madonna this is a conversation where just, you're just yeah just to... between me and yeah. you right. yeah. we're, we're at the janice and dinner theater ginger Carmeter. she has a christmas with a whole lot of soul there's two shows on wednesday december 14th an afternoon and evening and we'd love it if people came and join you because they'd be in for a huge huge fun oh, wonderful they should day. they should come out What's your advice for Madonna? <laughs> I mean, because you, you know. But you know, I, I really don't want to give any advice to Madonna. Do you ever give follow the advice her? you'd give to Madonna so we can give it to her? Oh. Do you ever follow her and see kind of how she's morphing and no. things like that? So you don't even know where we're I coming really, from when we say I, that. I, well, I know Madonna. Yeah. And I know that she's said a couple things recently yeah. that have uh, gotten her into just a little bit of trouble. But, um... You know, Madonna is Madonna. Right. And uh, she's done what she's done, and she's got what she's got. And that, I'm, I'm good with that. Own it. Own Ginger, it. Do you have, I like that I diplomatic good answer. That do you have, so like, good. do you, like, did you grow up loving, like, I don't yeah, know. We were just talking about Tina Turner yesterday. She I turned mean, 83 on yes. Saturday. Yes. Was there someone that you grew up like, oh, I want to be like her? You know, um, for me, it was Aretha Franklin. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And a lot of it was because I actually got a chance to meet her when I was a teenager. And we had a little conversation and some photos and things How, like where'd that. You meet, where'd you meet her? You know what? She was in Minnesota, in Minneapolis uh-huh. for an uh, Aquatennial event. Uh, when they used to have concerts sure. uh, yes. open to the public, you know, it didn't cost anything mm-hmm. to go there. And um, she was here for that. And I was part of the welcoming committee oh. uh, that met her at the airport. And she was terrified because she doesn't like to she fly. Like she to didn't fly. like to oh, fly. Right. All right. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, so listen. it would be a what that would, that's a good choice. How lovely. Are we, we listening to you right yeah. now, Ginger, it, it going could, out? It could be me. This is Let It Snow to, to end it out here. Yeah. Oh, thank you, uh, Grant. Ginger, best. It was just so fun to sit and see you face to face. Thank I feel like you. We I, agree. I agree. I agree with you. Ginger Commodore, Christmas with a whole lot of soul at Chan Hassan Dinner Theater. Go to ChanHassanDT.com for tickets. And the show's Wednesday, December 14th. Two shows. Want to see you there. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much. So wonderful. Happy holidays. We're going to take a quick break. We are live at the Chan Hassan Dinner Theater and we'll be right back. It's Lori and Julia here on My Talk. And we just want to remind everybody we're doing one of our Santa stops today. We're at the Chan Hassan Dinner Theater. And um, would be delighted if you stop by. We've got food, we've got poo-poos, we've got gifts, we've got it all. But we are delighted right now to have another edition of the Lori and Julia Book Club, which is brought to you by the Book Club Restaurant. And um, something's happened with our headsets really quickly. Um, the crowd is too loud. Can you guys hold right. it down, please? We're on the road. <laughs> and whenever you go to the book club restaurant and mention Lori and Julia's book club, you get a free appetizer or a free dessert 
with your purchase, with your meals. So without further ado, we are delighted because we read the best book, one of our favorites recently. We have Kara Ruda with us, and her latest book is called The Widow. Hello, Kara. Hi, you guys. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Your book is so good, and it's so different because of your background in government. And um, maybe just give everybody a setup, and then we'll talk about the book and your experiences in Congress. (laughs) Sure, absolutely. Well, the book is the story of Jody Asher. She's the spouse of a 30-year congressman. And when the story opens, Jody's a little... I don't know, let's say, um, not happy with her husband because she's found out that he may be having an affair. And that is not part of her plan (laughs) for their future. They worked really hard to become like the it couple on Capitol Hill. And so that's, that's kind of the setup for the story. And then throughout the story, but what's unique about it, what I thought was really cool is at the beginning of every chapter, um, you give tips for spouses who are new to Congress, and it's based on your own experience because your husband was actually um, in government, and he was a senator from 2019 to 2021, and I just thought that was so clever how you did that, and it was just sometimes a- it was from the widow or, you know, Jody's yes. perspective, and then other times it was a congressperson, a staff member. It were all those things, the pre- those little tips, are those all true? You know, this is a fiction book, but I will tell you when, uh, when my husband was elected to Congress, uh, it was the first time that he had run for political office. So not only was it a big office, but it was just a whirlwind. So we, you found yourself in DC learning even just how to get around DC, let alone like all the roles that you're supposed to do as a spouse. So a lot of those tips in there are, yes, in fact, based on what I kind of went through back in those days and, you know, all the things that you have to learn and, and you have to find a place to live and figure out where the office is and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it was really fun putting those together. It's kind of like a walk down memory lane. And so it for some reason in our press sheet, it said senator, but your husband was elected to Congress. And what Congress. kind of strikes you is that, Oh my gosh, you spend all this time trying to get elected, then you get elected, and then you immediately have to turn around and try to get elected again. Exactly. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, I think it's the most whirlwind position because senators serve six years and sure. Congress people turn up every two years. So, in fact, it is. That's because you come right off of the campaign season, especially if you're in a swing district like ours is. Um, you you're you barely win. <laughs> right. You go to DC. You learn. You learn everything, and you just get up to speed, really, um, both from a spouse perspective and his legislative perspective. And then you, it's time to run again. And then there's a pandemic. So there's you know it was a lot. Oh, you did it during the pandemic <laughs> yeah. too. Oh, what a drag. At, um, Kara. Yeah. So we're talking to Kara Rauda. Are we saying your name right? Uh, Ruda, like Gouda. Ruda. Okay, okay, Ruda, Ruda. Like Gouda. okay. okay. Uh, about the widow, and one of the things that I really uh, liked about the book is that um, Jody, who's the the um, the congressman's the wife, Mar- yeah, the spouse yeah. of Martin, the guy <laughs> who's you know behaving badly and doing some <laughs> unethical things, but I really liked reading about a ruthless woman. I knew you would. I know, you know, before she said <laughs> I that, have to say I, that. The, the drops. I mean, I had to research the drops. I don't want to give too much no, away no, about no. your book. But, but you guys, don't get away. 
Yeah, but it is an interesting, uh, was it fun for you to write about a woman who's ruthless? Because, I mean, she, she, had sacri- a goal. she sacrificed a lot, though, being the wife of this congressperson and looking the other way on different things. And so I could see how one would become ruthless. Yeah, and I, I do think, I mean, I'm glad that you guys enjoyed her. You know, some people are like, oh, she's terrifying. She is a little terrifying, but she's also very certain of what she's accomplished and where she wants to go, and, and she wants to do it with Martin together. They've built this life, but he he was disappointing, <laughs> to say the it's, least. I'd say. Yeah, and I, I think what's fun for me in a character like this is, since I knew the setting from having experienced it for those two years, having her just be able to be set free on the hill with her um, goals and aspirations. I mean, she's got big goals for herself. was really fun. And she is ruthless, but she also is kind of aware that she's ruthless. So hopefully she's got a, you can kind of see her soft sides too. Oh, I, we, I'm just wondering I, if Nicole Kidman book. has optioned this. Cause I could see Nicole Kidman playing Jody. Oh, I could too. Yeah, mm-hmm. she would be great. Okay, so you're a best-selling author. We didn't say that at the beginning. You know, the next wife, the favorite daughter, best day ever, all the difference. Was this one the well, widow. completely the widow, which we love? Was this kind of more fun to write because of you were doing it with a little bit more inside knowledge, or are they all your children and you love them all the same? <laughs> they're all my children, and they're all filled with a lot of ruthless women, come to think of it. after Does this say something about, about you? <laughs> I know. What does that say? I mean, yeah, there was one review I loved um, that someone said, you know, another book with ruthless um, women and as a little bit ignorant men <laughs> or something like that. But I do, I, you know, I like strong women. I um, appreciate them, and I, I, yeah, it's fun. This was fun because it was a different setting for me. I, most of my um, stories have been set in suburbs, and this is my first like city book, so that was fun. I think people are going to love this. If you is today your book birthday, or it's on Thursday. Oh, th- oh gosh, it's not even out yet. Oh, Listen, Casey, you're or you're so good, Julia. Oh, Booking I know things. your publicist Grace is so wonderful too. Um, the the book is the widow. It. I we love page turners. We read so many books, Kara. It, this one really stood out, and it was really, really super fun. The political part behind the scenes was really a wonderful twist, and and just what people have to go through to get to elected, and all the other forces that are working at the same time as the individuals that yeah. are even just trying to get elected. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm so great, glad that you appreciate that and that you enjoyed it because it really is because I want people to know it's, it's fictional and oh, yeah. it, it was fun for me to write, but it also is full of kind of the insights and the dedication in the book is to the spouses because they're often the un, the unsung servants to our country and you know the the politician themselves will get a lot of the credit and the act accolades and you know the death threats too, but the spouses are serving and the families just as much so. That's another part I hope people take away from the story. Mm-hmm. Oh, it just, I swear someone's going to option this. It's so good. Well, maybe I would it love has. to see it. Maybe Have you it been has. optioned? Yeah, tell us. No, it's not optioned yet. So option away. <laughs> option. We're going to start, we're, Lori and I are threatening to start our own uh, production company. We're not. We're but, not. But, I, but I would love to because I'll we read so many books. Reese Witherspoon, this seems like it would be right up her alley, but Nicole Kidman has a production company. Too. So good. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, best uh, best of luck. And I'm glad we talked to you before your birthday, so you're not 60 yet. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, are you going out on a book tour for The Widow? 
I am. I'm actually doing a, a book launch party here in Laguna Beach where I live on Thursday night. And then I get to, I'm having, they're having a luncheon at the Congressional Club, which as you guys know is pretty prominent in the book as well back in DC on January 5th. So that'll be fun to be back. Hopefully everyone won't be mad at me back in DC, no. but. Yeah, you're going to be a rock star. There'll be a few people who want to know the gossip who's based on a real person. Who's Martin? Who's the wife? Who's the daughter? Who are the in-laws? Kara, have you been asked to be part of the Real Housewives of Orange County? And would you do it? (laughs) No, I have not. And no way. (laughs) (laughs) So true. So true. Oh, there's something. Okay, so we have to ask you, what's the last great book that you read? Because, you know, I was just asked to do, um, pick my favorite book of the year for oh, that's a roundup. I know. And so, but that's what popped in my head was The Maid. I loved that loved book. Loved it. I, loved it. Yeah. Loved it. So loved. that just popped into my head. So that wasn't my la- last book I read, but that it's, it's a great book. And the cover was so good. I mean, covers are everything and your covers are so good. Yeah, I love my covers too. Thank Co- you. Yeah, covers are so good. Well, we just wish you the best of luck and can't wait to read for your all next your books. other. Well, we want to. I want to. I mean, and nice to meet you. Yeah. Yeah, you guys too. Thank you so much. It's Absol- really great talking to you. Thank you. Well, good luck and thanks again. And the book is The Widow by Kara Ruda Laguda. And we've got two <laughs> copies of the books. Uh, give my, Grant a call at 651-641-1071. Thanks again, Bye, Kara. Kara. Thank you. Goodbye. Yes. And we are live at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater. And look at the applause. It's standing room only. And um, we'd love it if you stop by for our Santa stop. And we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. We're so happy. We are at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. There's a fun show here tonight. Um, We're having a Santa stop. We've got food. We've got peeps. We've got us. And so fun. And I just want to remind people, let's give a little, just two factoids, Lori, okay? Do you know that all the actors are members of the Actors' Equity that act here? You know all that? Turn Lori's mic on, please. Turn Lori's mic on. We are, um, thank you, Grant. No problem. We've turned it off. Test, test. Test, test, test. We're good. And the musical blockbuster Footloose is through February 4th, and then they have the prom for four months, and that it's kind of the very first uh, theater. dinner theater in the country that has the licensing rights to it. Oh, that's going to be fun. I think it's going to be fun, and this is one of the very few dinner theaters left in the country. I mean, there aren't that many left anymore. Where else will we see our smart, big-hearted musicals if it weren't for dinner theaters, right? It's our nation's largest dinner theater, and there's so many great holiday shows going on. We talked about them a little earlier in the show. And uh, but go to uh, visit com for all the information, show tickets and everything. Okay. Right, what do we know? Well, what do we know? Sister? I, so I'm watching Extra the other day. Must have been just was it just yesterday? Extra. <laughs> yesterday was only Monday. Right. You know, it feels like it's Thursday. Right. Where are we going Friday? So um, anyway, Jennifer Gray. They did oh, an yes. interview with her, and of course asked her about. The Dirty Dancing, you know, that there's she's, a movie. She's doing it. She's doing a movie, and she's going to play herself, baby. And um, she As said... As a mama, baby. Yeah, she said, we are going to see characters from the original. It's going to be tricky and exciting to make Dirty Dancing Part 2. They don't 
have another name. She's told extra. Well, of course, there will never be another Johnny. Right. Because oh. there will never be another Patrick Swayze. Right. Never. They wouldn't hologram him or anything. Would no, they? nothing. No, no, she no, no, said no, no. the sequel will be a standalone piece. It's very tricky. I can't tell you much, hmm. sadly, but I will tell you that it involves my character, Baby. It will involve Kellerman's. Oh, I love it. There will be music, <laughs> and Baby is going to be the age, you know, that I am. I love it. And maybe she, it's just kind of like a she said here's a middle she, age. She said it's going to be Kellerman's music, dancing, love story, romance. I'm just so super committed and invested in making it a fresh take. There's a script. We're working on the script. We're going to start shooting it in the spring of 2023, and it comes out February 9th, 2024. Oh, plan, plan, plan. ahead. And well, that's what they do in Hollywood, and it's being directed by. Um, who the original Dirty Dancing was directed by a guy named Emil Ardolino. What a great name. Yeah. And he went on. AD for short. He went on to make <laughs> Sister Act. Mm-hmm. Oh, another classic. Another classic. Musical classic, too. Before dying of AIDS complications oh. in 1993 at the age of just 50. And so, I mean, that's quite wow. a legacy, just those two movies. So the sequel is being directed by Jonathan Levine, who directed Warm Bodies and Fifty Fifty, two movies I'm not acquainted they, neither with. Neither of those sound like musicals yeah. or fun shows. Warm <laughs> but Bodies. Jennifer Grey's going to be in it, and I'm just thinking of A Christmas Story Christmas, and I'm wondering if Baby comes back to Kellerman's with her daughters and maybe they are discovering the first twinges of or lust. she is lost and she falls in love with one of the parents maybe she's single johnny has passed i don't know yeah what about it being about her well no it's going to be about yeah. her but it'll be about her daughters and taking oh. her daughters and maybe you know how do you know i don't know i'm just uh trying to be a scriptwriter here uh, if you'd go I, with the i flow. think it'll be on her <laughs> well it will be but they have to give her something else they got to have the family dynamics because so much of Dirty Dancing was a young woman exploring her first feelings of being sexual. So yeah, and, she went there, Grant. Huh? That's true. Yeah. It didn't take long. No? Well, I mean, that's what it was. But it was, it was yes. It yeah. Was, it, was a, it was a hot movie. Yeah. yeah. Lori's having headphones. Yeah, issues. I'm totally. I, well, you're. Why isn't it working? Yeah, I don't know. I can't hear a thing. But anyway, okay. I think it's going to be fun because I saw that interview too. The only thing I was thinking is if they maybe it's her first time back without Johnny, and you know, well, they don't end up together. They don't end up together in my mind at the end of that movie. Okay, for you, no. But I mean, they They don't don't end up together. It was just a thing, and. He's too much older, and he is growing up to do so. It was just a great first love, like the goalie, Julia. Okay. Like the goalie I like for me. Back to my okay. high school boyfriend is where, where Lori just went there. And the goalie's always the hottest person on the team. They, yeah, you know? so true. Oh, yeah. But anyway, I don't. They don't end up together, and so maybe she and her husband never <laughs> go to Kellerman's because it reminds her of Johnny. He's died of a heart attack or something. Um, and, and they're having a reunion. And she's going back with her daughters. And she's going to meet her sister. And she finally... I feels, don't know why they don't hire us to write scripts. Oh, I don't know. This, <laughs> is, this and, is brilliant. And, you know, her mom, because Emily uh, Gilmore, I can't think of the actress's Mrs. Gilmore, name, hasn't she passed? Who played Baby's mom. She is still around is and wonderful and acting. Right. Yeah. Bring it yeah, back. So she could be in it. The mom. Okay. Yeah, I just was can't that, think of her name. Uh, so. Was it Kelly Bishop? 
Yes, Kelly, Kelly Bishop. Bishop. Yeah, yeah. And Kelly's claim to fame, how she even got going in the acting business. She was the original uh, chorus girl in a chorus line on Broadway, like in 1972. Yeah. She, She's I, got legs for days, and she was the mom. She was in Bunheads. Oh, yes, she was. Bunheads. Emily Gilmore. That was such a good show. So they get Kelly Bishop better be in it, because her right. mom can be there. I think they both went on dating Cynthia apps, Rhodes. and having a blind date at Kellerman. Yeah, and Cynthia Rhodes, she could oh, be in it. Still, yes. You know, I mean, they, they could have all those actors be Sign back you in up it. to write. Yeah. I'm telling you. I like it. So uh, I'm definitely going to see this. This is definitely. You wouldn't think I would go see this, but I am, would would be all on board to see a remake. Grant, a we don't know what to think about what you're going to see. Oh, this no, is. You I, see everything. Yeah. Well, well, Dirty Dancing. I think I've told you this story. When I was a kid, I used to say to my mom all the time, "Dirty Dancing," because I just wanted to sit there and listen to the music as the they music, dance. The music, the soundtrack, the so soundtrack. Good. Yeah, my mom. That's Dirty all she. Dancing. Dirty Dancing, mom. And so uh, this is one I'd probably go take my mom to. I think this could be a lot of fun. Yes, and I like it that Jennifer Grey, you know, is on board. Embracing it, yes. She knows it's going to be tricky, but just saying that it's going to be at Kellerman's and having original people back, I'm like, okay, it's going to have to be absolute... You know, I uh, wanted to go to a place like Kellerman so oh, yeah. bad. <laughs> no, because yeah. my camps were wilderness. You know, carry a canoe, yeah. portage, that kind of thing. Wouldn't that have been fun to uh, do a, a, oh my a show? Well, like, to I go mean, to a, do a show at camp. This was kind of how I felt when we lived in Japan. The whole time that we lived in Japan, you because, were a show. Well, yes, every Sunday at the NCO club, there was like a kitty show. So there was a dance and they would play kind of rock music and kids would dance with their parents. And then, then the parents would leave to probably go get drinks at the end right next door at the bar. And then we would do other kinds of performances or my sister and I would get up and lip sync and we love dance syncing to different songs, you know. So we kind of like, it felt like a musical. That camp. sounds like fun like oh. Sundays were fun and the base on the base because oh, you know yeah. you're living in another country so it's not like you know you're just going to wander off and you know go do Japanese things um and so the, it's like a little village the base with the movie theater and bowling alley yes, and it's your little protected community yeah and then but they always had and everybody belonged to the same you know country club because everybody got to go to the pool <laughs> which was, you know, yeah. really exciting. Yeah, yeah. As you know, yeah. being able to have access yes. to a pool. So I we always were lip and dance syncing and just it. thought it was so fun. So fun. So I don't know, yeah. I probably other military kids had the same experience, experience yeah. in that way when you're maybe not so much at U US maybe. But for it but international when you're, when you're out out of country. Oh, that's it. Out of country. Well, we are out of time. We're going to take a quick break. We are live at the Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. We are here. We'd love it. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. 